gentlemen, I'm Richard Kennedy. I'm here with Nick Goslin and Ryan Garvey. We're New England Social, a podcast about everything New England, from places to visit, people, things to do, things we're doing, the whole nine yards. I'm going to leave it there because uh, this is my third <laughs> attempt at the intro. Um, we had some problems. Um, I just, for some reason, can't get the cadence down today. Um, how are you guys doing? I'm honestly doing a whole lot better now. I wish you guys could have heard that. That was just a real barrel of laughs. Uh, yeah, honestly, um, like that literally was the best one just now, um, and it really wasn't that good. So because it was the worst, <laughs> um, we might just need to. I might just need to like record it and and just we might just need to like start. Nah, dude, that that's part of your flair. It's different every <laughs> that's time. Part of my thing. Yeah, that's part of my thing. Um, anyway, so yeah, I don't know. I I feel like see ever since we switched to. Not switched, but ever since we established that we're a bi-weekly podcast. Um, or bi-monthly. Or bi-monthly. Bi-weekly. Bi- Did we Not decide bi-weekly. bi-weekly for sure? Yes. Bi-monthly okay. would... No, yeah. No, we decided they can be used... All right. We're a bi-weekly, bi-monthly podcast. I mean, podcast. we didn't decide. Webster decided. Like We're a bi-weekly, bi-monthly podcast. It feel, every time we record, I feel like it's been forever. Yeah, it does yeah. feel like it's been a little while since our... Our last four away under the airway, but yeah, you know, like, feeling I, good, and we actually have like something like exciting to talk about, kind of like what we envisioned a little bit for the podcast, and we'll get to that. But you know, it was kind of cool, a little yeah. bit of normalcy to introduce to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think like we've talked about this a couple of times on the podcast, how we like really see ourselves kind of going to different events uh places and particularly like things like breweries or in this case you know cideries is it a cidery did i say that right i think so that's what yeah, i would a call cidery. it um house cider house whatever whatever you want to call it, a cidery uh and just talking about our experience being there and like what we loved about it and we actually got a chance to do that um we had a actually a fraternity brother of ours reach out to us and ask us to come down and visit and try out um, this cider that he's really gotten into and he actually works for the company now uh, doing a variety of things for them. It, it really feels like he does like everything, which is like really, really cool um, uh, because it's getting really big and it's definitely bigger than like one person and we met the owner who's really awesome and we're going to talk about that today after we kind of warm things up here. So yeah, but uh, before we get into that, how are you guys doing? I'm tremendous. I'm feeling really great. You should be feeling great. Couple of big days for you. I got, you tell the I got a couple things going on in my life. Couple, I mean, like a few things. Couple few things. A lot some of things. big things. Like some massive things. She's got my dog. She's doing pretty good. She's had some problems here and there. Meadow is well established on the podcast. Yeah. You're tired. All Meadow the time. has. And Meadow probably has a fan base. Not as big as Kiefer's yet, but she's she's a young up and comer. Um, if you go on my Instagram, I have a nice little memory bank for her. You can see all the pictures. So. I'm gonna keep oh, that wow. going. Starting a memory file. Wait, do you? What do you not? Are you not gonna start her own like Instagram? No, I I'm not into that. I have my own on my Instagram. Mm. If you want, you say that, but I feel like you could get really into that. I feel like you're that kind of guy. Mm. See, my dad. Okay, so my dad has a Facebook for my. That's a shot. My dad has a Facebook for my old dog Brandy, and she's dead ten years now. And he's still on her Facebook and posting. (laughs) So dark, dude. Friend request Brandy Garby. Brandy Garby on Facebook. That got so Dude, that's messed up. So dark. It's weird. Um, But, you know, a little quirky. So, yeah, I got that going on. She's great. She's had some little uh, vet issues, not vet issues, medical things. Like she ate some gum, which is apparently really bad because it has xylitol in it. It's really toxic, yeah, um, the artificial sugar or sweetener. I yeah, say. it was already chewed gum. It was a huge wad, so we gave her some, you know, hydrogen peroxide, and it was fine. And now she vomed it right now up. Now she has a UTI, so I kind of feel bad for her. She's a little uncomfortable, but we got the meds going now. Wow, so, we, we're going deep with this conversation. That's all right. Cool. All right. So, but she's she's on the she's on the mend. Um, no, hey, she's man, got dogs that. have medical issues. I know for real. Um. um can we revisit Garby? Can we revisit something before you continue? Yeah. Um, like a while ago, like you know what I mean. You made the case that sometimes Nick Goslin might use the dog as an excuse to get out oh, of. Oh, hey Garby, like, remember stuff. this is Rich yeah. bringing this up. And this is not me. 
I just like I just I'm not saying that you're right or wrong. I'm just saying has has having the dog changed your point of view on that stance? Oh no. For example, for the cider thing, I, I was available to come Saturday and then two Saturdays after. Um, you know, I just it didn't work out because Nick's work schedule. Um, Got, it. Got it. I just couldn't come Sunday because I had to work Monday, so I couldn't come Got come it. down Sunday and drink. And All right, come cool. I'm just, mo- I'm just monitoring I, the situation. Just monitoring Okay, situation. not just because of my work schedule, though. Like, Rich also had stuff going on Saturday. Like, fight. I said that you and Rich could go Saturday. Fight. No, so I'm saying it wasn't fight. because of my dog. Do you want to fight about fight. it? No. Let's go out fight. back, and we'll take fight. we'll take it outside. Fight. You, fight. Hey, fight. hey fight. you don't come fight. around here fight. with that <laughs> attitude, mister. Jets uh, versus Sharks. All right, anyways, Gary, hey. what else is going on? You got a couple other things going on. Yeah, closing on a house Thursday. Let's fucking hey, go. Let's Let's go. Dude, that's honestly so exciting. Like, yeah, we're we're pretty. I'm dude. Home Depot is my new favorite store. I used to dread going there. With, like my dad or mom would drive. Oh, I love Home oh, Depot. Now, now you love Home Depot. Love it. Remember when we built the shoe rack, Nick. Oh, dude, the shoe dude, rack. All, all the haters. We'll post it. We'll post a picture of the shoe rack. Honestly, we, I we can throw. Up, yeah, okay. Throw, I'll throw, throw up a picture of the shoe, of the shoe rack. rack. Hmm. Me and Rich are rack. big DIY guys. Yeah, big really? DIY. Huh? Yeah. You don't come off as DIY guys. I don't know why. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm actually not. But we did do this one project that was pretty awesome. Nick's, so, Nick yeah. did some things at his his condo. Well, there. I will say, yeah, I will say, since me and Laura moved into our condo. Like, obviously, on a much smaller scale, not, like, renovations or anything, but I've done some Hung a shelf. some at-home projects. Like, we did the, I did the behind-the-wall wiring, like, kitchen sink, bathroom sink stuff. Not replacing, but just, like, little little fixing things, so. Nice. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Good, good to be handy. I'm trying to get a little more yeah. handy. Yeah. I'm not super I, good I right float, now. I'm try, trying to get better. I float more on the tech side. I mean, I I could do there some. You go. I could do some. That's homework, a big but... dude. The tech thing is a big like. It's a big thing. Yeah, it's a huge thing. It's a big thing. I I um actually I was I was having like flashbacks because it was probably about a year ago that I built my computer. Um, and it's just funny how you do things and like you just like jump you jump into things with like way way like less knowledge oh. than you should. <laughs> and like I'm so I'm like this is literally like right around this time I'm literally in my apartment and you you know this Nick my apartment in the summer gets sweltering hot like it's straight bullets. It's steamy. If it's if it's eighty five out, it's like probably ninety two in my apartment. So it's really really hot. You got big it's, windows, a lot yep. of sun access. Like yeah, a lot, it's like a greenhouse up in this. All right, so I'm like trying to build this thing, and like the num- there's two things you really need to make sure you do not do when you're building a computer is um, static shock. You can, you don't want to shock any of the components because you can just like fry the component. And the other thing is like you don't want to get any sort of moisture at all on any of the components, right? Because you can also fry the components. And so I'm sitting here like every two seconds, like wiping my brow of sweat, like sitting in like a tank top and, and like gym shorts, like building my first computer um, and like looking back on it now, I'm like, you're, you're a fucking idiot. Like, why didn't you just like go up to your parents' place and build the computer or like whatever you got, you know, what ended up being like a $2,000 machine here. And like, I almost like fried it probably three or four times. So do you have an air um, conditioner? I, so after that experience, <laughs> after I had I had a room air conditioner at the time. But again, if you, Gabby, have you been to my place in South Boston? You've been once, right? I've been like three or four times. All right, you've been four times. Yeah. All right. So as you know, it, I have like a big living room. So I have one in my I had my one in my room at one time. But after that event, I I went and bought one that was big enough for my living room. So now I do, yeah. But at the time, I did not. There you go. So yeah worth it yeah it was awesome um cool well uh what else a couple things i wanted to chat about um you guys saw my boy lamar on the front cover of madden i'm sure no i didn't it's gonna be the it's gonna be the first copy of madden i've bought in i think three years what year did they put brady on the cover of madden Ooh, was it two years ago yeah it might have been two years ago yeah, two years ago, I swore I would not buy Madden because they put Tom Brady on the cover, and I didn't think he deserved it that year. And uh, I actually had so, I didn't buy last year either. Here's my so. question: Now that he's yeah. on the cover, are you going to buy the actual CD game, or are you going to download it? Because downloading it, I feel like 
you know, you don't have the cover then. You don't have the cover art physical. Wow. You know what I mean? You make a really, really good point. Um, I was going to see if I could buy it for the PC. If I can't buy it for the PC, I'll probably... Dude, that's just so lame. PC. Like, Rich is a huge... So just for the audience, Rich is a huge PC guy now for some Big reason. PC and it's guy. like, I get Big it. The PC computer guy. is great. You built your own computer. That yeah, is I'm awesome. It's that. a cool endeavor. But, dude, like, some things... It's just they're better on the sticks, bro. Yeah. And don't tell me you can but hook you can your controller this, you, up. Yes, no, 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 no. And dude, you see, no. I knew what you were coming with. Rebuff. Like that just doesn't work. And like Madden is one of those things, bro. Like if you it, come over and we're like, oh, let's play though. a game you of Madden. Works, though, I don't right? want you to have to be like, oh wait, like which button is what again? What's this? <laughs> dude, like, I, I, come on. I agree with first Nick. of all. I completely first agree of all, with Nick on this. First of all, first of all, it you can literally use an Xbox or PlayStation controller with the computer. So yes, it a hundred percent works. Like I can use your controller with the computer. So it's, it's no different. different. And it's you know no it is. different. No, it's not. It's no it different. Is. If it's no different, no, it's then not. why are you getting on the PC? Because I like to game on the PC instead. I can switch between Why? games a lot easier. I can like look shit up on the internet really easy. I don't. I could also put TV on if I want to in the background, especially playing Madden. Definitely something that I'll like throw some Office on in the background just to consume as much content as I can at once. Because I'm a oh, <laughs> like in between plays, you're the yeah, guy that's yeah. like coach is like, hey, yeah. Rich. Rich, pay attention, pay attention, and you're like, coach, I'm watching The Office right now. Verse. Well, you know, like you know, you like you're like watching, you're like watching like an Office show. Show you like you know, there's some parts you don't need to see, right? But maybe there's a really funny part. Oh, pause. Oh yeah, I'm gonna check this out. Okay, that was oh, super funny. Cool. Back to my game. Yeah. So wait, you can you can pretty much play on the computer while internet browsing as well. Like, do that. Is that what you were saying? No. The, the, I well, I, you, like, I could, with I could, but the talk to- I like... can toggle between. I can toggle between the browser and the and the. Game. Oh, so if you're playing the game and you're like, oh, who's the 14 president of the United States? You just pop over because because you know that's something you would do a lot. Okay, when you're playing so a video where game. where where I'll admit this is like less. This is like less applicable to Madden. With plenty of games, maybe you want to like look something up. You're like stuck at a certain. Certain certain part in your adventure, you want to like code. figure out what the well, ranking. That's my whole, that's my whole is. argument is that like there are some things, while like a lot of things, like you were talking about Greedfall, we've mentioned that here. Like that's yeah. a fine thing to pay on the PC because, like you said, there are times where you need to look stuff up. But madness, one of those things, bro, on the sticks. That's where you settle score. Yeah, but you can still play no, on it's the different. sticks. No, it's, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not different. Okay, fine. It's not different at all. It's exa- it's a controller. It's the same controller. Garby agrees with me, and he's the sane one on this podcast, no, so you know that means yeah, something. Yeah, okay. Garby's the sane one. We're all. In I'm trouble. the even-tempered one. Come on, I'm very calm. Yeah, but you're you're also the biggest wild card. In person, True. in person, Big wild card. Like person. like you 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 not on like podcast. You have, yeah, you may have the lowest floor, but like you or the highest floor, but you also have like the highest ceiling for popping off. That's right. I'll go ham on you. Don't fucking that's argue right. with me. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. that's right. We told the story of you on the golf course. You, you, you fucking talking shit. She's <laughs> just like we're over here talking. I'm talking to Sneko, and like I'm just like whispering. Scarby's like lining up, taking a practice swing. He just looks over at us. He goes, "You talking shit?" And we're like, "No, we're not. We're not even talking about you." Uh, so yeah. Anyways, well, COVID stuff's also uh, lightening up. Um, I think New Hampshire's 50% capacity in restaurants now. Um, and then Mass just started doing patios. I know. Where's where's Maine at, Garb? Uh, well, that depends on the county you live in. Um, so basically, the governor said you can open all restaurants. Um but if you are in, I think it's three counties, like the one where Portland, Maine is, which is the most populated. Um, on June 1st, they were going to open. But three days before June 1st, she basically said, oh, no, you guys can't open. So all the business owners bought all the food and everything, and they had to get rid of it. 
Um, so it's a bad look. That's not ideal. And you know, I understand you want to keep everyone safe, so some people are, you know, supporting that decision. That's okay. If you want to support that decision, I think I don't understand because now two weeks after that, yesterday, she said, "Okay, you guys can open up in these counties." Um, but you can have five people for every 1,000 square feet. So just the number, the number five, just five people that for a thousand square staff? feet. No, just customers, five customers okay. for a thousand square feet. So like a rest, like a small restaurant might be able to have five people. So it doesn't, I don't know where the number five came from. I don't know if it's some, uh, scientific way or she rolled the dice, you know? Um, whatever the hell I don't want to speak to math, but is that like, if you figure five people have six foot or aren't they even saying like 12 feet sometimes indoors, like you double the distance. So I wonder if that like radius in between the people, if you calculated it out, they would need technically an area well, everybody, that has so, a capacity of so, a thousand square feet or whatever it well, is. Well, no, if you have a table of three or whatever. Ta- You're the math teacher. Yeah, if you have a table, if you have five tables of one, right, you have the that's area right. around them that's pi r squared. So you would have a six Let's foot radius, go. 36, L-F-G. 36, so six squared is 36 times 3.14. You know, that's about a hundred square feet right there, right? That um, makes sense. So there's, that's 500 square feet for five people. So 10 would make sense to me, but then also keep in mind that it's not all parties of one. So in that case, you can have more than 10, um, right? Because if you're with you're with somebody, you're not six feet away from them, right? You can, you're next to them. Yeah, but I feel like a party of six people would take up more space than like a party of two people. Yeah, but it, it wouldn't so. be, it wouldn't, dub, it wouldn't double necessarily, um, so you're well, you're yeah, essentially, but what you're saying is you're running for governor. Is what no, you're saying. I'm saying that you're it should be back. I think all this at least selectmen in Bangor. Yeah, I I just don't think that. All I'm saying is that I think that all these decisions are not backed by science. And if you are, want, it's it just like all of a sudden there was a shift. It's like okay, we're gonna now just throw things out. Like each state is just throwing things out and saying okay. You can do these th- things and these things, and now the NBA is going to open with a 1,800 uh, person bubble at Disney, and, and people can go in and out if you're family. It doesn't make sense. It just, yeah, I don't know. No. There's just you're some right. a lot yeah, of things that right. don't make sense, and I'm fine with reopening. I'm not saying you can't reopen, but it's like don't fake it. It's just like just so that you can follow some order. It's Wait, just... what's your? Uh, why are you mixing like the NBA going to Disney in this? Because my point is, that's going to be in a bubble, 2,200 people. So well, why are we... You're saying there's no standard, right? You, there's no standard. Right. Like, nobody seems to be able to produce for you a, a standard that's backed by some sort of, like, you know, CDC, like, research or or some sort of, you know, again, like you said, mathematical equation, or at least you haven't seen one, is your point. Right. And, and then there's some things, for example, like, if you are having a baby, your mom and your mom and dad only the mom and dad can be there in the hospital the grandparents can't be there even if it's just one or two of them so you're telling me i can't have um a grandparent come in to see the baby be born i know it's a hospital you know with a mask you can test them but you can have a restaurant now open it's just i I don't know there's just like some things are okay i just i don't get it yeah hey hey it's definitely something to feel passionate about uh, makes sense, yeah, hundred percent. Um, whew, I love that hot topics up here in New England. Yeah, Social. no, but I get like the NBA thing, like kind of just like to play devil's advocate. I just feel like you're talking about something where it is a bubble because if they test everybody before, prior to entering and like regularly upon it, like that's different than just having these regulations in a state where there's well, it's like we're not supposed to be just like gallivanting across willy-nilly. There are people that are moving from state to state, so that's like a lot different than like requiring a positive test result within the past week prior to entering a restaurant, you know what I mean? So like that's something where like if you test everybody prior, 
and then they enter it and you continue testing and like perform isolation when necessary within that bubble then right i think that so, like and yeah is the nba but, like, the world can't be a bubble is the nba going to test all the family members going in and out cuz you're starting august 31st you're a lot of family members for each player the family members have to stay there no they can go in and out I don't think Starting so. Starting August I think 31st. the family members have to be part of the. I think the family members have to be part of the bubble. That's not. And I truthfully, I think that's what one of the big sticking points is. Okay, that's that not what I. Like that's not what I last now. read, but yeah, who knows? Okay. Woo! Some really steamy topics here in New England. Social. Dude, me and Garvey almost fought twice already. <laughs> you and Garvey literally <laughs> almost punched each other. It was crazy. Man. <laughs> um. In other news, me and Nick are getting back into Fortnite, and we caught multiple dubs since the last time we recorded, which is lit. So, just coming live to you there. Um, dude, it's good to get back into it. Honestly, I was away dude. from the game for a while, and it's it's fun. I told you, man. I told you. New season. New season starting, I think, I think like at like 2 a.m. tomorrow. So, um, should be pretty lit. Uh, yeah, should we get into it? Yeah, what are you drinking? Um. Oh, th- wow. Thank you for asking. Um, Make sure you we, actually toss it back. I will toss it back. Probably not though. Um. So, anyways, we are uh, going to talk today about uh, Pony Shack Cider Inc. Technically, um, a cidery that is in. I guess I'd describe it as Western Massachusetts in Boxborough. Uh, that we actually just visited this weekend. Um, and that's exactly what I'm drinking. I'm drinking their Hopsborough. Um, which is Bliss, which we'll talk about, was my favorite easy coming out of the experience. Hopsboro's making a small comeback for me, I would say. So, um, yeah, it's pretty good. Which one are you drinking? I am drinking Bliss currently right now. It's, a it's really, funny that really you said that because I, I kind of feel the opposite of you where, truthfully, I thought the Hopsboro was my favorite uh, beverage that we had there. But I was like, eh, I'll swish it up. I have yet to try the raspberry, and we did not have that during our tasting. So, and I'll talk about this, but the raspberry was potent. Potent. Like potent flavor? Yeah, potent. (laughs) Very potent. Um, Yeah, Pony Pony Shack Cider, uh, located in Boxborough, Massachusetts. I didn't think it was a bad drive. I thought it was actually pretty easy from Boston. You drove, uh, was it like, what would you say, uh, an hour? Maybe a little bit less? Yeah, it was like 40 minutes, I would say. Maybe I'll, you know, I'll Google it right now. Um, it was. I think it's like 43 via MapQuest, but. Uh, it was, so we, yeah, we ended up heading out that way. I think we left here around noon, got there right for, right around one o'clock. Um, a small, like yellow, you know, building, brick building, uh, essentially. And it is like, again, you. I don't think you go there expecting to, like be at like Red Hook or Harpoon or whatnot. They're definitely like a small organization, like on the on the come up. But it was super cool. It's definitely a very um, unique experience being at a like a like a again I'll, for the probably lack of a better word like brewing essentially brewing um, establishment that was that small because I got to see and understand a lot more about the process, which is really really cool. Um, but also just like around a, a bunch of like really beautiful farmland, like way behind there, uh, cidery, you have like an opening to some like farmland that was really, really great. Um, and they're starting to kind of put out some seating areas and whatnot around. I think that that's like kind of the real goal, um, you know, especially with uh, COVID kind of pushing a lot of things and a lot of businesses to utilize their outdoor area. I think they're trying to kind of grow that right now. Um, you know, what were your thoughts, Nick? Um, I personally loved it. Like it was totally what i feel like we were going for like it was very deep cut um super like when we were turning onto the like when you're obviously looking at your maps and it's like oh like take a right turn here and then it's like oh the destination is 0.5 miles down on your right and you like just turn down like a like very like you know what i mean like woodsy road you're just kind of you don't expect to see like a, a business or one that you would necessarily put a lot of stock in but this place was like great very picturesque it's on in uh like the back end of an apple orchard slash farm but um yeah like the the place itself was very cool um nate the owner took us in 
um, like kind of just showed us uh, like the brew kind of situation, what he had in the back, um, like how they do the canning and stuff, and then the different flavors, and they really have a cool operation going there. So it was it was a great experience. Yeah, to jump into some of that stuff right there. So we, uh, and, and anyways, we get there. Um, you know, Cassie, our our buddy, kind of meets us, uh, greets us. Obviously, really, really great. They had some parking there. Um, went out back, uh, got a chance to try. Uh, pretty much, I think it was, I think it was all of their beers, um, which was really, really great of him Ciders. to kind of set that up. Uh, just, oh my gosh, I just said some beers. Excuse me. Got, wow, honestly, I'm so sorry, oh Pony my Shack. Gosh. Pony Shack, don't hate me. I'm so sorry. I know you're listening right now. I'm so sorry. Um, we got a chance to try all of their ciders, um, which was good. I am not. I'm gonna like put this caveat out there. I am not a cider expert. Um, hence me just slipping up there. I, I drink a lot more beer than I do cider. Um, but I think one thing that Cassie talked a lot about is he thinks it's a really good substitute for particularly like folks who are like are turning to seltzers for like a lower calorie drink or just something that's a little bit lighter than beer, um, that this is an alternative if that's not really for you. And I, I would kind of agree with him. Um, they definitely have like a drier, uh, seltzer. Wow. Excuse me. Wow. Son of a gun, dude. They have, I'm messed up. Oh today. my Lord. They Do you want much, me to just kind of take it from here? Or are you they good? Have like... much, they have a much, they have a much drier, uh, cider, uh, and, uh, than like say like a harpoon uh down east or um angry orchard i would say would you agree citizens yeah for sure um they use like one of their big things obviously is minimal ingredients um so with some of the other ones obviously they have to add like some stuff whether it be like the hops or they had like a cider sangria so they added fruit into that one but their base for everything is just apple cider and yeast like they don't add a lot of sugar or I, they don't add any sugar, yeah. I should say, or any of the other like additives into it. So I think that's kind of what sets it apart and makes it such a great product, yeah. especially in like this day and age. Like everything's getting more organic and whatnot, and you're just trying to not put as many chemicals into your body. So when you're like, oh yeah, this cider literally has like two things in it, you're like, oh hell yeah, it makes you feel better about like putting down a six pack. Yeah, so like a couple of things, they source apples from all over New England. Um, I think they go a little bit into New York. He had, he had mentioned uh, Nate, that is, um, to to kind of get some apples when they can. I thought it was really cool when he was talking about how they kind of make their cider uh, a lot of times based on what is available for for apples, right? Um, because they're so about using good product, um, and I, I I would take to some certain extent like product that's. Um, available from a fresh perspective uh, and that that part was like really fascinating to me and like you said I, I know some of these ciders it was really really just like kind of the the cider um, and then the yeast right to, to obviously get the alcohol in there which is really cool um, they uh, Nate the the owner actually was in I think the finance industry for a while before he um, kind of started to brew cider and got really passionate about that and then eventually kind of just you know, decided to open up this business, which I really respect. I think that that's amazing. I think everybody has, I think this podcast to some extent, right, has this like small entrepreneurial spirit uh, where you think about going Black out. Black Brewery. Yeah, right, Black Snout Brewery. Um, like when you think about going out and doing something for yourself and he really feels like he went out and did that, um, which is amazing, I think. Uh, and when you get there, again, it, it, you know, it is a small establishment, but you can see how much work has been put into it when you go in there. You go out back and they literally have these huge uh, 300 gallon like tanks or tubs that they brew the cider in and you know he's telling you stories about how he started with 55 gallon you know containers right and has grown to this um I, th I thought it was hilarious when he was talking about the evolution of the canning process and how it yeah, was like he was just... <laughs> essentially it was like him filling cans with like a filling gun and then like they evolved to like a multiple fill station and they were like oh this is like this is it we made it baby let's go and now they have this like um this like rolling cart um automated can machine which like they still have to like pop cans in and, and sure it does have a manual component to it but like at the end of the day is like just far faster right and allows them to really pump out cans to a point where they're um able to kind of hit like distribution levels which is obviously the point um pretty cool um yeah i remember he was saying that with the new like the 300 gallon batches with the old system of canning it would take him like two days to do a batch but with this baby it was like four to five hours 
And so obviously that's just helping him out big time, being able to like pump out the product, get more pony shack to the people out there. Yeah, let's oh go ahead, Gary. So is this like you have to go there to buy the product or So that's the best part, Ryan. I'm gl- wow. Honestly, it continues to be a pivotal so part. So insightful. A pivotal part of this podcast by just guiding us. Um, no, you do not. They have started to distribute in the Boston area. We're working on getting a list of a few kind of popular places in Boston where you can go and get that. Um, we'll be getting that from Cassidy pretty soon. So we will post that on our uh, Instagram and, and get some access out to that, add the link into our bio. Uh, but they also deliver. They also deliver to the Boston area, which is like, pretty awesome so not to you yet garby up there in maine but um we will absolutely pick you up some uh get some delivered i know i definitely will be um as we kind of go through some of the some of the different options you have here um they have a website that you can visit really nice website easy to use um gives you a little bit of a background on their story and how they kind of got started pictures of nate there and uh folks kind of filling up some uh, actually filling up their uh, their kind of like specialty cider, which we'll definitely talk about here as well. So um, cool. Let's jump into a little bit about the actually specific ones. Um, Nick, your favorite cider. Go. So my favorite cider was definitely the Hopsboro. Um, I shouldn't say definitely because they were honestly all excellent. Not like to just like toot their horn, but they seriously were. All of them were really good. Um the Hopsboro was a unique one where they added hops like to a cider, which is obviously like a, a product in beer. So for those of you, and he made this like cool suggestion, and it has a very citrusy flavor. Um, but for the gluten intolerant crowd, um, whether, you know, whatever spectrum you're on there, it's a nice alternative to beer because it kind of has that like hoppy taste while still maintaining gluten-free status. Um, and it like, doesn't like, like taste too much like cider for me. Like it definitely is cider. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not like, you're not going to go taste this and be like, Oh, I'm not drinking cider. But like, um, it doesn't, it doesn't really like have a lot of the cider components that like, get me a little tired of cider like up into like it's super weird but i would describe it almost not gonna lie as a beer seltzer kind of yeah actually kind of and and i had this and this is what's kind of started tipping me in the other direction is i had this like revelation where i'm like this is like a really good just like it almost remind reminds me of like what i would go to drink a lager for right which is like i i drink mostly ipas but i love getting a good like lager when i'm just like trying to like drink outside, nice day, drink something a little bit lighter. A nice Brooklyn lager, dude. <laughs> a nice Brooklyn lager, like a, a top five DL beer. Um, yeah, so you know what I mean? Like I, I, that's where I would go to this this cider for, which is pretty cool. Um, we haven't talked about this, but like all the can art is wicked good. Um, he yeah, has the his... can art is solid. I love their logo. It's literally just like it's so the guy Nate, the owner. Um, he was saying that his sister in law, I guess. He is the one, she's a graphic designer, and so he kind of gives her, like, a general vision and stuff that he'd, like, like to see from it. And then she just kind of ran with it. And so all the cans have different can art, but their main logo is kind of this half, like, shack and half of an apple. So it's very, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just cool. simple it's, while it's getting, the, getting the point across. Yeah, and it's it's very creative, and it's, like, visually appealing, too. Like, I wish you guys could see it, but... And it ties into the – I know it ties into their, their kind of like origin story, which I'm not going to dive into, uh, you know, past like kind of Nate getting passionate about brewing cider and, and kind of following that dream um, because I think you should go and visit and like, you know uh, – Check it out for yourself. Yeah, do the tasting and check it out yourself and like hear from the horse's mouth because I think it's really cool when you're there and you like ha, That was see. punny, dude. What? Pony Shack, hear from the horse's oh. mouth. That was solid. Michael Scott level. Honestly, I wish Let's I could go. say I dropped that on purpose. Anyway, um, <laughs> can art was really cool. I think it's awesome that he has his like sister do it. I know that the, he said that she tries them right before she um, actually does the the designs, which is really really cool. Um, and obviously, we talk a, a decent amount about can art on here um, for some you know weird reason. But uh, one of my favorite parts. Moving on, I think my favorite was probably Bliss. I, I think I would still have to give it to Bliss because this is. Again, and I might be biased because, like, again, this is one of the first places we've 
we visited. We have a personal connection there, and um, you know, and they reached out to us, which was like really, really exciting at the end of the day. Um, but this is like probably my favorite cider right now. Like I would drink this over Harpoon, Angry Orchard, Down East, which I like all of those. Um, there was one- oh yeah, for sure. It's it's kind of like set a new bar for just like your classic cider because it's semi sweet, right? Like I don't love a dr- like a super dry um, cider. So like some of these ciders I can really appreciate and like I, I like, but like I don't I wouldn't see myself drinking them all the time because I'm not a, a- a big cider drinker bliss i could drink all the time um hopsboro i could absolutely drink all the time bliss but bliss is like a cider cider uh classic to, in my personal opinion um that i could drink all the time and and i've never felt that way about cider cider is like always that that treat i reach for every once in a while where you're like headed down to like the beach or park or whatever and you're like what do i want to drink today like i'm over this ipa i'm over that beer i don't like want to drink seltzers and you're like ooh cider i think i'm going for some cider and you just like randomly get cider and then like you're you're doing the cider thing for like a month and then you like stop you know what i mean for like the rest of the year um but this i could see myself drinking on the regular and potentially replacing beer with they're also lower calories um as well like they're they're like that's one of the things they shoot for is to kind of keep like a lower calorie option so i think they said most of their most of their ciders are right around 120 calories which is you know a a decent option for you as well so yeah yeah i like them all um some of the other ones they had going um pfeiffer's dream um dry uh, it's a really really dry like almost champagne like cider um it Honestly, I want to get some. I'm going to order some of those next time I order some. And I'm going to dump them in a glass of ice and orange juice. Because I think that it might be the best mimosa ever to be created. Um, It's a theory. I haven't tried it. Um, That one's like 7% alcohol as well. So, like, again, if you like champagne uh, but you're not trying to drink champagne all night, it's a great option. Um, again, that one's right around 120 calories, uh, and it's made somewhere between like three to four months, which is, which is cool. They have one that they have to brew for, I think they said 10 months, which is, um, barrel me over their kind of specialty one we'll talk about a little bit. You're basically saying champagne. So I don't know. I guess my, when I think of cider, I think of angry orchard. I guess that's why I've had a beef with cider. Um, but I've only really tried angry orchard. So maybe that's my, that's a problem. So I think if you really don't like Angry Orchard because it's just like a super sweet thing for you, you're probably really going to like Pony Shack, I would guess. Nick, okay. would you agree with that? Yeah, totally. Because um, it's just – It's very different from the – yeah, it's it's much drier. Again, not a lot of sugar added. And I think you can – like what I like about them is all the ciders while maintaining the cider base are very different. So – I think it kind of it allows you to tailor each different flavor to what you're feeling like drinking. Like, so they had the Pfeiffer's Dream, which is like the super dry one, which is like champagne. You could honestly use it in part of a mimosa. And they had the Sangria one, which I think that you could like add to like wine or something or like, I don't know, like you can use them almost as mixers too if you're trying to go like – heavy drinks which is something they were like recommended but i don't know it kind of appeals to a lot of different flavor palettes yeah like i think a lot of them i i was thinking about that with the raspberry one that we took home we actually didn't get a chance to try on site but we we grabbed and took home it's really really potent raspberry flavor and not right that's not as much for me but i was like you know what i could i could make a drink out of this which is pretty cool so i think that they have that double use a lot of them um pfeiffer's dreams like don't you like a really nice um like raspberry tequila drink you like the oh yeah like like, like, that would be great right you know what i mean or just like you could add that as like the the mixer instead of something i don't know 100% 100% that would work. Um, Shangri-La was an interesting one as well. That one they put. Par- that was a Sangria one. That was a Sangria one. Again, like that's one where you feel like you can make like a really interesting take on Sangria. Um, that They partner with a winery um, and use their rosé to help make that um, that batch, which is pretty cool. Um, no sugar in that, just a ton of fruit, which is really, really cool. We actually got to see that one 
in a state where it's like kind of brewing over time and you actually could see all the fruit kind of sediment at the top which is really really cool and you can see the darker color uh and when we were taking a tour of the back where they do all the brewing you he had one section um where it was all the stuff that was like in the process of, of brewing right and then he had one section of the stuff that was done so it was really cool to kind of see that contrast of the color through the process uh in general and then they had uh, Barrel Me Over, which we did get a chance to try as well. Cassidy treated us uh, to, to a tasting on that, which is really great. Uh, that is the one that takes, I think they said 10 months to brew. Um, it was 10 to 18 even. Yeah, which so is like, like even crazy. up to 18, like a year and a half. And they actually do it in whiskey. Was it, it was like bourbon barrels? Was that right? Yeah, it was whiskey barrels. So I forget. I wish I could give like proper credit to the distillery, but it's an award-winning distillery and they – purchase their whiskey barrels off them when they're done and they age the cider in the whiskey barrels and so i feel like even if you're a person we'll write up some good notes for this episode just so people have it but we will add that name in our in our um episode notes so even for the people that i feel like like l for instance is not a big whiskey fan but she even thought that that had like a good flavor to it. And so that I think kind of also appeals to what I was saying where like a lot of the different flavors can like, it's not just like, oh, like cider is like, like, you know, summer or fall kind of drink. Like I would love to drink that whiskey flavored one, like in the winter, like that would be like a great winter beverage. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Okay, just kind of go through my notes here to see if we missed anything did you guys try the ginger one i see a ginger one on the website. we did we did try uh ginger up which i think you could actually um i didn't think about this at the time uh but i was wondering if you could make like a whiskey or a moscow mule with that um, so that's what no that's what he was saying with it yeah the ginger one is super uh super super ginger so if you like ginger um if you're a really big ginger ale person you like um moscow mules whiskey mules stuff like that you will love the ginger up cider um I, again, is another one much like Pfeiffer's Dream that I will order it with the intent of, like, making some sort of drink with it, um, which is, like, awesome that they have that second, like, that second nature. Like, there are people who are going to just like to drink that straight up, and then there's folks like me that would use it for some sort of mixer, um, whereas, like, a Bliss and um, a Hopsboro, like, I could drink those all the time. Um, Nick, you tried that one as well, right? The ginger one, yeah, and that's one where... I don't know. I'm kind of weird where I love ginger ale, but I'm not like a ginger person. Like I don't like an overwhelming ginger flavor in my food or if I ever get like sushi, big wasabi guy, but not like throwing the ginger on top of there. But I will say I I did like the taste of um, the ginger cider. It did have like a very ginger ale-esque flavor to it and I thought it went down very smooth and Again, like not that I would always like bring home like six packs of that, but another cool option that they allow with the, I don't know if they can do it with the online ordering, but when we went there, you were able to create your own like six or four pack. So we, I tossed a couple in there. So yeah. So tossed a couple in there just for a variety sake. Yeah. I like that you could, you could make your own like six or four pack. Um, Tasting room was nice. They start. They moved it outside, obviously, for now because of the uh, because of the COVID nineteen situation. Um, you know, which is you know obviously a a, a good idea. Um, but they had some like you know as we walked in really quickly, just kind of see see around and whatnot. They had some really nice merchandise. Um, uh, you know, or merchandise is the wrong word. Sorry, they had some like really nice signs and like kind of cool um, displays. Yeah, like displays set up right and and whatnot, which is. Uh, I thought was really, really interesting. I took a bunch of pictures of of those. We have a ton of pictures, so we'll post a couple of um, Instagram pictures and, and, you know, obviously add a few to the, to that kind of one post, which is great. Uh, Really like the inside. I really, it was just a really great experience in general. It was really, really cool. Don't get me wrong. Like I definitely recognize like we had a personal connection, but even beyond that, it was just great to be in a place where somebody was obviously clearly passionate about what they were doing and was like making it happen, which is cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So to wrap up here, what I wanted to do, and I didn't tell you this, Nick, so sorry to pop this on you. Um, 
But I wanted to say like three things, summarize our, your, your experience there and you know, the business, the, the, the product, everything, three kind of bullet points. Um, if somebody just says, Hey, I'm going to pony shack real quick. Give me your opinion. What you think? Three bullet points. I'll go first and then you'll go. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. All right, cool. Um, first thing I would mention, um, great small Massachusetts business that's just fun to visit uh, because it's somebody who's taking their dream and making it happen. Um, and I think from that perspective alone, you can really enjoy um, this thing. Fantastic product would be the number two um, thing I would say. This product is something that I could see myself drinking all the time. I'm not a big cider drinker, to be completely upfront with you. And I could drink Bliss or Hopsboro pretty consistently. Um, like, I could definitely replace uh, beer for a decent percentage of time, right? And I think it's a really, for me, it brings cider to a point where it's like, um, it, it, it's something that I can put in my rotation, right? Uh, and the last thing, a ton of potential. I'm so excited to see where this business goes. You should go just to help grow a Massachusetts business and be somebody who can say, oh, I went to Pony Shack when they were this small, uh, you know, kind of local um, cidery that was distributing throughout Massachusetts and whatnot. Uh, because I really think these guys have are onto something and it can grow pretty big. And I think it's going to grow really fast. But it's cool to see them in this state. Nick, you. I legit, like, do not want to piggyback but I straight up, even when you hit me with three bullet points, I wish you just like let me go because I I literally had the three things that you mentioned pick and I was going to say it's the three P's, man. It's passion. It's product. And wait, crap. What was the third thing? Potential. Yeah, sorry. I even forgot just then. But I was literally like, shit, he totally just stole my thunder. So that's just – It's true. It was a great Sunday activity like – even during kind of the COVID, it's a thing that even right now, like if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, I'm making a, I don't know if you're making a trip to Massachusetts or you live in Massachusetts and you're just like, oh, with like things like starting to open up, but you obviously can't do everything. Like what's something we could do on like a Saturday or a Sunday when we were off from work and we don't have to worry about anything. Like get out to this place. Like when we say it's in Western Mass, it's really just like a 40 minute drive or so. 42 outside of the city, city. Yeah, 42 minutes so it's like city. not bad and we drank outside it was a beautiful day out um just kind of catching up with friends i mean it's doing what you're doing anyway and then the product itself is just like fantastic i know i've been harping on it not to sound like a broken record but there really is like a flavor for whatever you're kind of into like i don't think it's like cider for not cider people and like i even enjoy a good cider but it's just different from your normal conception. So even if you're someone like Garby was saying, maybe you're not really used to like a lot of different ciders and you're like, oh, I tried Angry Orchard and I don't know, Harpoon Cider and not really for me. Like I would still recommend going to try this place. It's a cool place. Um, like Nate's a really cool guy. Our buddy Cassidy, if he's still going to be there when you go, also really cool guy. And just the potential to see where it can go. Like he was talking about how it's really starting to get released in a lot of more suburbs and like surrounding cities and towns to Boston, not just like in the area. So like Somerville, Cambridge, he was saying South, like Norwood, Quincy area, you know, like always expanding. And so like hopefully even like Northern Massachusetts and they get up there. And then um, like Rich mentioned too, like they're doing deliveries. So this is definitely a place that, I, I'm going to deliver from moving forward. Um, and it's just like, it's going to be fun to see what they can grow to. And especially not just the potential of the company, but the backyard space, obviously it's like a very new and blossoming company, but if they can really kind of like establish that a little bit more, if they get like a food situation, you set up some lawn games, like that is your quintessential perfect go to pony shack at 11 leave at like six on like a Sunday summer afternoon and just like playing cornhole, drinking ciders with the friends, like eating food. It's just like, it's a great spot. So again, highly, highly recommend going so, out there. So this is a place where you can go. They have like a little bar. Yeah. So like, that's what so, I was just going to say. Like, like 
straight up, like they got they got some work to do when it comes to like being a place that you visit. I would absolutely spend an afternoon and go go out there and drive out there strictly for what Nick said. Forty two minutes from from Boston. I just like mapped it from like I think the the north north end. Um, easy drive, especially now in like COVID. Not not a problem. Go pick up like you know a couple of boxes of of, of cider, especially with your cider drinker. Totally a good a good trip right now. But they have a big enough space out back where they could do like a little patio if they – and we were talking to Cassidy who's really trying to help um, kind of get – like trying to help bring the business to that next level. Um, They're talking about getting like food trucks out there for like food and stuff like that. Um, and I could just see it popping off like almost like – um um almost like night shift right which night shift has like a really really night shift brewery that's um in everett massachusetts i think it is uh they have a they have a really big building and whatnot but when you go to the side they have a bunch of yard games and they pull up a a food truck and i could definitely see these guys doing something like that so good great question garby it's not like quite at like the there's not like a bar you sit at or whatnot i would say you can go you can go do a tasting figure out what's like your flavor and what you like buy a bunch of cider you're going to bunch of really great surroundings and there's a couple of different spots like the farm um that you can kind of stop at and um a couple spots in town on your way out um so from that perspective it's great but i think it's gonna get really big and like that's what that last point is about is i'm the kind of person who likes to be like i like to discover places and like, yeah. this is definitely still in the I feel like discovery. we discovered a place. 100%. Like, this is definitely still in the discovery place. Like, you want, like, I think of, like, a, a sip of sunshine, right? Like, I, I went to go, like, skiing in Vermont, like, you know, a few years, a few years ago. This is probably, like, four or five years ago now. And, like, at the time, like, a buddy of mine who who's, like, from the area was like, oh, yeah, sip of sunshine. It's weird to see how big it is, right? Because um, it used to be this, like, smaller situation in Vermont. Uh, I think that this is kind of like that, right? Like I'm excited to like one day see somebody at like a party or a bar drinking bliss and be like, that's fucking awesome. Like I went to Pony Shack cider in like, you know, you know, the early You're days. like, I know, I know the owner. Like I know the guy that created Dude, Pony Nate, Shack. Nate, McKin- Nate McKinley. I was looking, I forgot his last name. I just had to look it up. Nate McKinley, uh, started this, started this thing in 2015 and has grown it to something that is like truly awesome. Um, and it's like started out of his garage. Like he started out of his garage. Like this is like a legit, like awesome story. So um, excited to see where they go. Um, any closing thoughts on them? No, not really. I think we kind of hit all of it. And honestly, like cannot give Nate and then like Cassidy, even though he just recently joined on like enough praise. Like I think they got a good thing going there and it'll be fun to see where it goes. Super, super so fun to see where it goes. They have social media, right? They do. Yep. We're gonna we we're uh, we're gonna be li- we're linked up with them. I think either already or we'll be linked up with them, uh, both individually uh, and in the the actual business site, which is great. So go check them out. Um, check out their Instagram. Follow them. Yeah, Instagram is just Pony Shack Cider. Um, easy, and you can also, I believe, order. I believe it's right off of their website. Um, to 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 your place in Boston, uh, Cambridge, Somerville area. So uh, definitely check it out. Any closing thoughts there? Nick, you good? Yeah, all set. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, all right, cool. Wrapping up here. Um, you guys you guys watching anything good? Um, I just watched Defending Jacob. Oh, wait. Did I actually talk about Defending Jacob know, last dude, you time? You guys are freaking obsessed with that. You've brought it up literally every single time I've seen you since. Dude, it's honestly fire. I honestly feel like I might have watched said it last time though. You probably Crap. did. Wow. I think I might have. Um Yeah, I mean it's not super fun, but I've just been a bit like even more so. I've always been a pretty big Jeopardy fan, but I've been making a pretty consistent habit of watching it night most nights. Nice. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Megan hates Jeopardy. it. It's good stuff. I'm I'm kind of into it. Oh really? How's Alex Trebek doing? Is he healthy? Like so, they had new episodes going last week, and he looked like okay. I mean, I don't want to know, like, say that I know what's up with his current health situation, but I mean, he still is strong. still Good. obviously what filming episodes, which I know he really is. What like, an he's is... an absolute legend. Um, Je- I feel like Jeopardy's like made like this really weird comeback in the last few years. Like, I like we'll talk to like 
couples that are like late twenties, early thirties, and they're like, "Oh yeah, 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 you know, you know, just catching some Jeopardy." Well, I feel like that's because we're getting older, also. <laughs> like, oh yeah, is that? Oh, wow, you're so right, Carby. I was, I literally just identified that we are getting older, and that's well, like no, we I honestly though, to Rich's point, I would say that even if, I bet you, if you polled like eighteen to twenty-five, I bet you the people that watched Jeopardy would be higher now than it would have been when we were in that age bracket. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it's made a really big comeback. Facts. You know, they just did like they just did like the super season, right? Like where like they had all the all the legends on and whatnot. Yeah, dude, exactly. Like so, that was epic. Um yeah, I so this is how you know my like content starting to run out. I like Netflix is coming out with a Avatar Last Airbender live action show. Oh, okay. Lord. Coming out. Moving on. Coming out. Next topic. Coming out. So they're coming out with one. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch the movie, right? And the movie I had heard from people was not very good. So I call our boy Jesse Dunham and I'm like, yo, like, how bad is this movie? Like, is it that much of a waste of time? Like, I mean, like, the bar's pretty low for me right now. So I just, like, want to make sure. And he's like, and he was like, dude, even during no content, it's not worth it. <laughs> he's like, he's like, well, like, dude, I don't know. I don't think he's actually seen it. He's like, he's like, obviously, it's not going to be anywhere near the original series. And like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, well, no, I didn't, I didn't watch the original series. And he's like, what? And he goes on this like 20 minute rant about how I have to watch Avatar, the cartoon series. And I'm not a big cartoon guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't even, like, ever, like, I mean, we all, like, obviously were really into South Park and whatnot when we were in college. But, like, it's not even really ever really my thing. Wasn't a big Simpsons guy. I just don't, I'm not a big cartoon guy. Um, and so I was, like. Did you ever watch Dragon Ball Z as a kid? I, I did watch Dragon Ball Z. That would be the one exception. But, like, again, I feel like I grew out of that faster than most, right? Um, and Did you ever watch Nickelodeon? Like, Ren and Stimpy? No, like, I did. I did. Beavers? I did. But, like, by the time Avatar Doug. came around, I was like, nah, dude, I don't do that cartoon stuff. Hey, Arnold. So, like, again, I've seen them all. You're an idiot. Oh, my gosh. I literally hate you, everything about you. Um, anyway, so he talks me into watching this, like. Because he's like, dude, what do you have to lose? And I'm like, fine, I'll give it five episodes. That's my thing. I'll usually like give something three to five episodes, depending on how long it is. And I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> and like, I've literally just <laughs> blown through like two seasons of this, like you know, of this like like cartoon show. It's these half hour shows where you can just like plow through the yeah. episode. And I will like, say, everybody I've talked to about it, like I'm like, hey, have you ever seen this? And like, they're like, watched it. You dropped it on me on Sunday when yeah. we went to Pony Shack, and I was like, oh, you've never seen that? Like, it's it, in all seriousness, it is a pretty sweet animated show it for is. what the uh Wait, Nick, like if that's that? what you're going for oh yeah well i mean like not recently but i watched it when i was like younger and like yeah dude it's fire it's about this kid with all the elemental is powers this... and he's like the one ring to you rule chose to have hocus pocus as a top new england movie. i'm asking Darby. a question so i like, I'm don't i'm asking a question whenever i hear in our text message yeah okay um when is it the same Avatar as the movie Avatar? No, no, no. Oh, see, that's no. no. You don't no. think Dude. you think everybody knows this? No, like... Avatar the last. I know, Airbender. but is it the same? No, I see what you're saying. World, I see. Like... No, I see what you're saying. No, it's different. It's different. It's big right now because it was like top ten on Netflix last week. So it, you know, it's it's gotten fu- it's gotten some some. It just got put back on Netflix, so it's caught some fire since then. But anyways, I've been watching that, been obsessed with that, been playing a ton of Fortnite, um, which is pretty awesome. So Yeah, Fortnite's been dope. Yeah, so cool. Cool. Uh, Nick, where can they find us? So again, we're at uh, NE underscore social on Instagram and then NE social too on Twitter. And uh, I'm at sun underscore of underscore ray 24 on instagram and twitter i'm ryan a garby on instagram ryan a g-a-r-b as in boy e and the a stands for amazing i'm uh reached at kennedy 1627 on instagram um Again, really quick, guys, like just uh, if you got some time, you're listening to this, uh, go and please rate us on iTunes. And I don't think you can actually rate us on Spotify. So please go on iTunes and rate. Throw us a follow. Throw us, Throw a, us follow a follow on Spotify. on Spotify. And when I say iTunes, I mean, uh, I, you know, I, 
Apple Podcasts and whatnot. Um, the five star ratings like uh, get us suggested to other people helps kind of you know spread the podcast around um, and help us catch some some traction. Also, like get us feedback, DM us on Instagram, Twitter. If there's something you like, tell us about it. If there's something you don't like, you think we can get better at, tell us about it. Um, we're always like we're big feedback guys, big feedback guys. So yeah, honestly, going forward, if you guys want to start like throwing out even questions to us, like we'll tackle some questions in the future episodes of the podcast. Podcast. Will, so if there's like, yeah. oh, I just want to like know about this, like whether it's something like we've mentioned or in passing or like a question you have about all of us or like one of us, just like seriously hit us up. We're very – I won't put us on the hook very to answer amenable, anything. So. I'm not going to say we're going to answer no, anything. No, not anything. But I'm going to say that saying, our tolerance like, for reason, stuff is like pretty high. I'm going to say it's pretty high. So like don't try to no, test it's pretty the waters. low. Oh, is it low? Is low what I want? Is low what I'm thinking? Yeah. No. No. Did your a low, just go a out? low tolerance would be like you can't. You you don't have any tolerance for it, right? You've got no patience for it. High tolerance would be like, yeah, we'll we'll answer whatever. We have a high tolerance for these questions. Yeah. Yeah. High tolerance. We have a pretty high tolerance. So like, throw it at us. We'll we'll like pick a couple. We'll answer them and uh, whatnot. So, um, all right, cool. Well, hey, I'm Richard Kennedy. I'm here with Nick Goslin, Ryan Garby. We're New England Social, your New England based podcast about everything New England from places to go, people to see, things to do, and experiences we've had.